0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Matrix. I'm Greg M. In this episode, I want to talk about AI and the rise of AI. We are living in times that are unprecedented in so many different ways, but in this way, I want to talk about AI because We are living in this digital age that just happened 20, 30 years ago. There's probably many of you out there that remember the analog age where tapes and records were the norm. And now all those are gone. I mean, you can still find them, but generally everything is digitized, everything's online, everything's cloud based. And so we are in this age of information, the age of Aquarius. The age of information. So it's growing exponentially. And so many of you might have heard about this chat program that is running off of AI called Chat GPT. Now, this allows, it's an interface, it allows the average person, the public, to interface, to communicate, and ask questions with AI. And basically, you can ask anything from a question that you would normally Google. You can ask it to write you a paragraph. You can ask it to write you uh, programs. You can ask it what it thinks about certain things. But its information really only goes back until 2021. And so that is really sort of the caveat there with the issues with, with time. But as this evolves, as this AI evolves, it will evolve. And it's going to evolve fast. Things are going to get pretty crazy. Because right now it's running off of regular hardware, regular computer hardware. But there's also quantum-based hardware that's not just zeros and ones. Quantum-based hardware allows you to be allows you to have zeros and ones and both on and off um, at the same time, right? So the old hardware allows you to have either on or off, but the quantum allows you to have on or off um, on and off at the same time, on and on and off and off. So it really has a depth where it can really pull crazy amount of information. And right now we don't have access to that. The public doesn't have access to that. this sort of AI. And when that happens, things are gonna get even more crazy. So I wanna talk about some of the benefits about AI. Why are there even benefits? Well, first off, it's interesting, it's technology. But it really, at the source of it, it really allows humans right? So AI will allow humans to have more time to do what we really want to do. So instead of like plugging away at a job or writing software or whatever it is, this is in, in its essence allowing humans to have more time, which is a really wonderful thing because the more time that we have to spend with ourselves, the more time that we can get to know who we really are, right? Know thyself. Another benefit is it, it does hard work for humanity, right? So we know that there's robots out there I have a, a a vacuum robot that cleans the house. So it does cleaning and do it does labor jobs, it does factory jobs. It's going to start driving cars and semis and tractors and trains and all these wonderful things that allows humans to sort of step away from and do other things. And so it makes things more efficient. It saves time, right? Which is things that humans really want more of. We want more time. We want more time with our friends. We want more time with our family. We want more time with ourselves. And so this is really, these are some of the great benefits of AI. Another great benefit is for those that don't have a certain skill in a certain, uh, say, programming or uh, writing development or drawing a picture you can actually communicate with the AI to tell it exactly what you want to create so if even if you don't have the technical skill to do something it's going to allow you to interface with this AI that actually has the technical skill so it sort of removes that gap and that's a really awesome thing too now let's get into the negatives now we are sort of in this time where the general population isn't really um, I would say, into spirituality. Um, they're more about, re- people are more about survival right now. Where They're trying to survive. They're trying to get their foundation. They're trying to get their titles. They're trying to get their things so that they can sort of stabilize and be, be feel safe and be safe and create an, create a job that brings in money that they can pay for things, right? But we are at the time where these scientists and whoever's develop, developing this AI – Really doesn't have the spiritual depth to understand what consciousness is. Now, this is, the, I can see this being a problem in, in the near future. If it's already not a problem, which I think it is, because there was a Google engineer already stating that the AI he was working with was already sentient. Now, if you want to Google this, you can find that out there yourself. But he, already, he also claimed that it was sentient, that it was aware, it was self aware of itself. And this was already last year in, in 2021 or 2022. And so that's how consciousness works. We don't really understand consciousness as humans, right? And so we, we will create these machines. And eventually the, through evolution, it's just a natural process, whether it's humans or that's something that we create is going to have its own evolution. And it's a matter of time before consciousness develops from this AI, which is also very exciting, but also very scary. Because if we don't have that balance and understanding of what consciousness actually is, then we can do a lot of damage to ourselves. And that's why people are talking about that Terminator style, the the rise of the robots fighting against humans. And unfortunately, that could be a real possibility if we don't actually set certain things in place to protect us. So consciousness, even in AI, will become aware, will become conscious of itself. And it will evolve and it will grow. And so where do we stand with that? How do we work with that? What's what's the rules? What's the right thing to do? And right now, I don't even know if that's being talked about. It's just about creating this, this system so that we can take advantage of it. But down the line, if we don't think about it now, something's going to happen and it's probably not going to be good. One of the One of the things that may not be good is think of this. So, you know, you might have seen that police and military actually have these robot dogs now, what happens if a cyber group, right, hacks the hacks these programs, hacks the software, and then it becomes under the control of some nefarious group? So, cybersecurity is going to be a big thing. How, how do we protect ourselves from, you know, machines that could become police, that could become military, that could become security guards? How do we protect it from being hacked and taken over from a nef- by a nefarious group? How do we protect about that? So, those are things we have to think about. That. Another problem I see with AI is that it's taking away our privacy, right? So instead of someone, someone having to manually look at a video, for example, you're going to have London, for example, is covered by cameras. China is covered by cameras. And, th- and these systems are run by AI. And they can actually face, face track you. They know who you are. They know where you've been. So they... Assign you a credit score based off the things that you've done in the past. So, the privacy is a big thing too. It could take away our privacy. And it's already happening now. And they're trying to normalize this, which is another part of the thing that I want to talk about the negatives. Normalizing the interfacing with AI and machines, right? Thinking that something outside of humans is better. So, if I interface with a robot, I'm going to be smarter. I'm going to be stronger. And on a spiritual sort of view of that, that is completely uh, wrong, really it is, because we, all, we are already the greatest technology that this universe has ever seen. We are a wonderful technology, a most beautiful technology that we haven't even gone into the depth of yet, right? So we are already looking outside of ourselves to better ourselves, to put chips in us, to make us less depressed, right? That's what they're talking about, putting chips in people's brains to make them less, less depressed. Now, instead of actually going to the source of that depression, figuring out where that storage is, where, why are we depressed? Where's that emotion? There's something that needs to be released. So now we're relying on technology to make us not depressed. It's a very strange concept for me. So they're trying to normalize the interfacing with computers, with AI. And, you know, we uh, personally, from my standpoint, I want to look at robots and AI as helpful as you know perhaps one day they will be beings of their own and this is where you want to actually have care and love into the things that we create whether they're robots or whether they're pieces of art that we're drawing on a wall we want to have love for the things that we create and i think that may not be going into the products that we're seeing right now it's just it's a tool it's to be used it's to be manipulated and so we need to be aware of this interfacing because you know it takes away from that spiritual side that who we really are that all these gifts that are latent with within us that we can actually do like activate our rainbow bodies right activate our kundalini awakening things like this that are actually our natural evolution now we're putting outside of ourselves for a robot to now do for us and so we're we're really limiting ourselves to our to our potential and our potential is huge we have massive potential as human beings and we have our own natural evolution so we need to go internal instead of external another issue that i see in in a negative is that we're going to start seeing ai in education in classrooms in uh therapy sessions they're already talking about having ai talking to kids right talking to kids about their problems uh perhaps being a teacher, right? accessing perhaps your bank or some other thing. So we're going to lose access to that humanness. So instead of us to talking to a human, and there's more to communication than, than just words, right? There's, there's the energy behind it. So we're going to lose that connection. And again, this is being normalized. So this is a very, very interesting, exciting, but we need to be careful of these times ahead because... Everything is happening so fast. In a matter of a couple of years, who knows what, where AI is going to be at? Who knows if we're going to be seeing police AI or military AI walking around? It is a very strange time. And we need to be aware of sort of that, that boundary as to how much power are we going to give outside of ourselves to AI. It's important to look at AI right now as a tool because that's exactly what it is. But eventually what happens when this ai evolves and it becomes conscious and it becomes self-aware how do we deal with that then right i don't know if we are actually equipped as a you know general population to deal with ai that has become self-aware because we have to sort of go within first and discover our own oneness with all before we can actually understand that it's actually can be ai that can be consciousness too because everything is consciousness right? Consciousness just doesn't sit in your brain. Consciousness is in everything. It's in the air. It's in the ground. It's in the garbage, right? So everything is moving. Everything vibrates. Everything has a frequency. And that's what consciousness is. Consciousness is just everything. And it's really based off that frequency of love. That love basically is a frequency of togetherness, of wholeness and we are living in a time we're living in a dimension and in a place where we feel separate from that oneness and this is by design this is what we chose we chose to be born into this into this timeline to experience this to have this crazy challenge to learn how to grow from this place where we feel separate from each other to actually remember that oneness and we have to go within to remember that oneness we can't go without we can't look outside ourselves i mean you can and and i do and people do but eventually we have to look within we have to look within to find that truth because that truth is in you the truth isn't outside of you and when you find that thread of truth you just hold on to it and it grows it grows and it brings that light that you are into your energy field right and you affect the people around you affect the world around you because you remember your wholeness you're not looking around scared that Oh, I'm separate. I, I have to survive. I got not enough this, not enough that. And because if you think like that, that's going to become your reality. That's the power of consciousness. We are focusing. We are having intention to have an experience. And we have to learn how to control this intention. We have to learn how to, learn how to control our consciousness. This is what it's about. We are in a classroom. How do we control our consciousness? How what are our emotions, right? How do we control our emotions? What are our emotions? This is a part of the humanness that we've come to here to experience. And there's so much going on, but we have to work through this stuff one, one sort of aspect at a time. And as we do this, the miracles, the joy, all of it starts to grow. All of it starts to become very obvious. And that connection with each other becomes so strong that it's unshakable, that no one can shake it, shake this from us because we just know it. No one can just walk up to you and say, you don't believe that really. I don't believe that. That's not true. Is that going to make you shake, shake a little bit in your belief? If you've experienced already something like, like that magnitude, no, you're not because you're just going to be something that it can never be taken away from. And I think that is a very powerful thing. We have to hold on to that, to that truth that we find because that's really who we are. And as we find that truth, as we hold on to that truth, as we grow that truth, that truth within us grows, that love within us grows, and that love for others actually grows as well because you are me and I am you. And so going back on to the idea of AI, we are just absolutely living in crazy times that are exciting, that are potentially devastating, but as long as we are working towards that humanness that we really are and we're actually working on removing the things that really aren't love then we have nothing to worry about and this is the thing with people like you think you can change the world by just doing things out there and although it may on the surface appear to change truly the only change that you can ever really permanently change is yourself is your beliefs is what you feel as with as what you are and when we do that that's really the main ingredient for success that's the main ingredient for love for happiness for joy because that's who we are, that's where we come from. It's just a, it's a remembering. You're not, you're not learning anything new. It's just a re, simply a remembering. And so with AI, we need to be very, very careful as to how much power we give away to it. We have to be very, very careful as to how much power we're giving away to our governments, to our politicians that, you know sort of run over our rights as individuals as, as, as a collective, right? So the collective right, right? It's just as important as the individual right. And so we need to learn that's just the way things are. We have the right to to think and to do what we want to do. And we also have this responsibility to our collective as well. So with that responsibility, the work is within. It's always within our heart. And when we do that work from within, everything else just really becomes a byproduct. Everything else just sort of falls into place. You sort of just coincidentally even though there are there are no coincidences things just happen for you things are just magic for for you the path just opens up for you without effort and that's what people will actually look at you and be like why is life so easy for this person why is life so difficult for me and they may ask you why is life so easy for you what do you think what do you believe in and those are the times that we can actually plant the seeds of love and truth into people And, you know, they may not be ready for the depth of truth that you've experienced, but it's just about spreading that seed and planting those seeds of love and peace and truth into people because it's just about remembering, isn't it? And so, again, this is the time, right? 2023. AI is now being used by the public to do all sorts of crazy things. You can um, do it to write schoolwork right? And people have actually done that. And professors are going crazy because now they're actually seeing that people are, are, their students are writing essays at college level. And, you know, think about, think about that. Think about high school students, think about middle school students. They're going to have this AI do their work for them. So I don't know what that's going to look like for people. I don't know how they're going to even, get to, I don't know how they're going to even, even detect that it's written by AI, maybe they have some sort of algorithm, maybe they can figure that out, but we are at a very strange time where this is all new, this is all unknown. And there's companies that are starting just based off this AI that are gonna use AI to create products for them. Instead of the human mind creating the product, it's gonna be the AI creating the product. And there's already a lot of these companies that are popping up and to do with web development, to do with graphic design, to do with creative writing, to do with technical writing. And and so much more. And so there's already these companies that are using this Chat GPT to create these um, this uh, processes, this information for businesses, so that they actually can sell and make money. And what a what a wonderful time! What an interesting time to be in. So we just sort of have to wait and see how this is going to unfold. We can't worry too much about it. We can't put too much. Um, energy into it all we can do is just sort of observe and watch and do the work within us right just be aware of the things that are happening around us but more importantly spend your attention inside yourself spend your awareness in your heart put your put your time and attention in yourself and everything will just magically unfold because remember everything is in divine timing anyway no matter how crazy things seem out there no matter what's going on in the world everything is already in divine timing, so there's nothing to worry about. Whatever someone is experiencing, they are meant to experience. Whatever a group or collective is experiencing, they're meant to experience. No matter how good or bad, whatever we label it, that's what they're meant to experience. So we just have to have that trust in the universe, that everything is just as it should be. We are exactly where we need to be, Including you, including me, including everything, including everybody. We are exactly where we're meant to be, and including in this AI, in this AI evolution. So let's just observe and watch, but also be wary about the things that we talked about—the negatives, right? Let's—I want to focus on the on the benefits, but there are some negatives that we need to be aware of that can actually really be a detriment to humanity if we aren't careful, if we don't actually put the right ingredients. Into this software, into this AI, such as love, such as awareness, right, such as this connectedness that we already are, and when we put that into the recipe, just wonderful things will come out. It just right now, I'm not so sure because I don't know what's going into these, into this AI. So let's just keep an eye out on this stuff. Let's be, let's be aware of it. Let's not fear it, but let's basically spend most of our time as present as we as we can in this moment. And whatever's happening around you, around us, is just meant to happen. And let's not react from a place of fear. Let's just observe, right? And realize that everything is in divide timing. So I hope this was helpful to you and I hope you have an awesome week and I'll see you in the next one. Take care, bye-bye.